0: you were dreams from the notorious mass effect and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back like this show and want to make your own let me tell you about anchor it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer now you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes the possibilities are endless for what you can create whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before anchor will distribute your podcast for you so can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, for the newbies out there. (laughs) It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask.
1: I need a
0: little bit of I heard somebody say that this album is filled with Travis Scott type beats. And I just thought that was so disrespectful as Don Tolliver is one of the more unique artists right now in this game. People some people call him a Travis Scott clone, but at the same time, he has his own voice he surprisingly has higher level bars than you would think for him being a melodic rapper and sometimes whenever he's rapping he sounds better than Travis Scott like what what is the track called it's on this album I think it's called What You Need that track is top tier like lyricism in my opinion like of course it's melodic But what he's saying Is so it's so like and captivating That it's like The whole what you need Subject Is totally covered Throughout the whole track And for me That's what a lyricist does Like You have a topic And you don't just talk about Money, cars, and girls You also Talk about Things more abstract And those things Like maybe money May oh I'm not gonna give ideas but Don Tolliver basically what you need is, is going diving deeper into the love type topic like this is a trinity of topics for rappers there's money there's j- jewelry you know all the other materialistic things and then there's women of course the women is definitely a highlight in hip hop community and you can probably tell why For Don Tolliver, he's dropped a new album called Life of Don. So Life of Don is literally like a playoff of a phrase used back in the old days. But his name is Don Tolliver. If you want me to explain how that Life of Don phrase is actually put, like, I can't explain it, honestly. It's, It's an old phrase. I'm in 2021 I don't feel like looking it up. (laughs) But this album is approximately like 50 Minutes. It's a 16-track album. Singles of like Flocky Flock with Travis Scott. They have other tracks on here. Life of Don follows Don Toliver's 2020 debut album, Heaven or Hell, which that album was amazing. Like, honestly, I still play tracks from that album to this day. Like, if if I was to go back and... The, the, the same way that made me start saying that maybe Don Tolliver ghostwrites for Travis Scott, which a lot of you was just saying, like, there was no way Don Tolliver ghostwrites for Travis Scott because he was on the street corners in, in like, 2018 handing out demos. And then why would he be doing that if he was ghostwriting for Travis Scott? But at the same time, I could say Quinn Miller had the same type of story. And he still has that type of story and he ghost wrote a whole album for drake so i don't know i feel like it's a little different but at the same time i can see why people would be like Don Toliver is definitely not travis scott's ghostwriter and a lot of you thought it was disrespectful to travis scott which it may be but you know that's why you know i give my takes for and i give my takes i, I take the feedback and then sometimes either disagree or agree but I do agree with most people saying that it was probably a little disrespectful for Travis Scott because I mean not in like a serious way like oh my gosh you just disrespected him as a man but just in an artistic way I feel like Travis Scott has a lot of creativity and the way that he does it, it is hard to be mimicked by others so for him to have a ghostwriter, it would still be unsurprising to me but a lot of people did not like the Don Toliver ghostwriter take, <laughs> but Don, Don Toliver did come out with a tweet on Twitter after the album was released saying, quote, I worked all my life for these moments. I might not be sleep, but I'm alive. Life of a Don tonight. Hate me or love me. Take it or leave it. So basically, he's just coming out with a tweet, basically <clears throat> talking about how he put out an album. He's happy with it. Hate Me or Love Me, you still get the body of work that I'm happy with. So that's what we're gonna get into now. So the track list is 16 tracks long. We're gonna get into the album. It's gonna be a pretty quick review because at the same time, I really don't... I really don't think that this album is terrible, but it's not his best work. Don a is a newer artist but he's been around for a little bit but at the same time i don't feel like he's i feel like he he's filling the void a lot of times throughout this album and for me it makes this album feel more of a mixtape than the album if you you know what i'm saying like it, it feels more of like oh he's just giving us something other than oh this is something that he's actually proud of you know Track number one, I didn't care for. Track number, like, this is literally how I'm reviewing the album. Track number two, I really didn't care for. Track number three, I th- I, I thought it started to pick up a little bit. Like, I, I thought that was a solid track. Track number four, Flocky Flocky, featuring Travis Scott, it's one of my standouts on my album. And honestly, I skipped it. Okay, so this is my second snippet, Flocky Flocky, but. My first snippet is the one before it called "Way Bigger" because I really thought I would like the first two tracks. Kind of was underwhelming for me. I was like, "Am I gonna like totally dislike this album?" And then I got to "Way Bigger," and it made me feel like it made it gave me more hope for the album as I really like this track. So we're gonna I'm gonna play the snippet for "Way Bigger" by Don Tolliver right now.
1: She won us, Blacky. That's my water. Pull y'all but it hit way bigger. Hold that deuce in my lemonade. Can't get off of the excess figures. Shotty ran off for the rich. Pay my dues in the streets. I'm letting put it back through the whole pandemic. Put it through the whole night in it. Eating it, beating the whole night.
0: So, yeah, that was definitely a snippet. <laughs> so, uh, I really feel like he was filling a void a lot of times in this album, but. Whenever he hit it off, he definitely hit it off. And that, this next track, Flocky Flocky featuring Travis Scott, which is an example of that, of him just being in his zone. Because when Don Tolliver is in his zone, he goes from being like Sean Marion to like LeBron James. Like he he goes to a, a night and day type comparison. Like it's just like crazy, honestly. When Don Tolliver is hitting on all cylinders, his... Delivery is unmatched, honestly. So, Flocky Flocky featuring Travis Scott, I think it was one of the standouts on the album. And you can hear the snippet for that right now.
1: I won't leave till tomorrow. The senior eater got me going and go yeah You got like a lot of crisis. I got head of axes. Where you moving inside this having, moving, girl. I've moving together for You wasn't
0: there for me. Did you love me? Don't stare at me. So, yeah, he was definitely in his zone on that track, Flocky Flocky, and I really appreciated that. I wasn't gonna have to trash this album <laughs> because Don Tolliver its not my favorite artist, but or one of my favorite artists—but he's definitely up there. Like I really like Don Tolliver's music, so it was just gonna hurt my heart to actually say that I didn't like it. So track number—so no- I really like that track, of course. And then track number five, of course, is the infamous "What You Need" track. That track is just amazing from start to the be- start, <laughs> start the beginning, from start to end from end to finish from start to beginning beginning to start no I'm just joking but anyway, anyways uh, the what you need track is, is, is great it's is fantastic track number 6 double standards I thought that was a nice slow jam and I really liked how the, I like the message of double standards I thought it was a great message in, in, but it was definitely funny so uh, track number 7 Swangin' on Westheimer pretty sure I pronounced that right Track didn't stand out to me at all. <laughs> Track number eight, drugs, and, drugs, and can I say hella? Is that a is that a curse word? Is hella a curse curse word? Because technically hell's in the Bible, but hella is feels like a curse word. But I'm gonna stop saying it because I feel like it is a curse word. And this is definitely a PG pod to affect the masses, you know? So uh melodies featuring Cali U- Uchis. I don't. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that name is. Um, but that was I guess that it looks like a single because it has like a lot of streams so not to say not to say this album didn't stream well I'm just saying like singles definitely you can definitely tell what's the singles and what's not from the other tracks because they have way more stream streams than the other singles and um yeah this was definitely a single so I don't know I like that I thought it um, I thought it was okay it's definitely not what you need but it's uh it's what you got I don't know. <laughs> Track number 9, 2AM, didn't stand out. Track number 10. Now, this is my personal fan favorite, but a lot of people, like, this is a track I played at the beginning of the segment, but this didn't do so well as far as the masses, like, as far as people listening to it. It wasn't too many people like, oh my gosh, I love this track. Like, literally, I believe this is, like, the least streamed track off of the album, but I really like this track, and I thought it was a great track i mean the, the chorus maybe because of the repetitiveness but i really like the chorus enough which which made me put that to the side but for some people well for a lot of people they they just couldn't put it to the side it's just the least streamed album or track on the album so that's tough track number 11 company part two i don't even know what that means track number 12 outer space featuring baby king now this track is Sorry, I was looking at something. This track is unique. That's all I can really say. I like the track. Like I, I like the track. I don't want to say unique like in, in a bad way or any of that. Like I don't want to put that into your mind. But basically what I want to say is Outer Space featuring Baby King seems like another attempt at what they did on Baby King's album, which I feel like that track was amazing. The whole the whole sample to start it. And then Don Tolliver or Baby Kim coming in like, I'm balling with my friends. And then Don, and then Tol- the way that Don Tolliver comes in, all Travis Scott type, where they slow the beat down, the trumpet start playing. And then Don Tolliver starts going crazy. Like he just, yeah. So this I, this felt like another attempt at that, but I think it was it was lesser than the, what they did on Baby Kim's album. But for this one, it was, uh, it was solid. Track number 13, Smoke. I don't even, I don't even know the guys on this album, like, who, who are the features? So Fago, H, yeah, he needs better, this is what makes me feel like it's a mixtape, like, I don't know who this is, these, these may be his boys, I mean, obviously it probably is, because he only has his boys on this album, like, I believe the girl he features, like, his girlfriend, I believe, Travis Scott, of course, he, not owns him, but he's on his label, uh, Baby Kim, of course, the whole, it, it, feel, it feels more of a swap, because he was on Baby Kim's album, and yeah I don't really I don't know It looks more manufactured The Baby Keem Don Toliver connection At this point Seems more manufactured Than my, Like my thought process Changes on this album Because for Baby Keem's album I just felt like They had a genuine Connection Artistically But this seems like It was more of a swap And a favor From Travis Scott to Kendrick And from Kendrick To Travis Scott So I don't know. It seems like they're trying to just put their artists in the space of, oh, these artists collab with each other, so they must be hot or something like that. So, anyways, track number fourteen, you featuring Travis Scott. This is the third and final snippet I have for the album, and I don't know if this is Travis Scott's part or not. Let me check right quick because I forget if this is Travis or Don. Okay, this is, Tra- this is Travis, so here is you with Don Tolliver and Travis Scott right now.
1: Before I break about this place, take an A for levitate. A little brown skin a hurricane, Hey, baby, baby, bring the way. TBA for the time and the space, like the oh you like the coordinate, know it's good to see the hood in your face Though you like to ride the wood. wanna see you do it like we in age Body good, body great, below the waist, real estate Though you like to ride the wood. wanna see you do it like we in age These don't make me think of it like you can't a difference
0: so yeah, it was... It was a... Uh, it was it was a standout from the album. Let me just say that. I don't think it was... Like, I think Don Toliver and Travis Scott have some great tracks together. You is, is very... It's towards the bottom of those collabs. Let me just say that. 15, Crossfaded. I don't remember. Track number 16, Bogus. It, it was alright. <laughs> the whole album, I feel like... It just felt like a mixtape to me. It felt like he was filling the void. It felt like it was like a ticking... It was like a clock in the background just ticking. Like, okay, this, this track needs to be two minutes and 30 seconds long. And we can't make it over that. It it, it just felt like... I don't know. It, it didn't feel like an album. Like It didn't feel like he took his time with it. It felt more of like all these collection of songs put together just to please Cactus Jack, Travis Scott, or... whatever Travis Scott's actual I don't know what Travis Scott's actually over Like, I have to look that up I'm gonna look that up right now okay so the actual album is under Cactus Jack of course but he's also under Atlantic which of course Atlantic right now owns all like the hottest rappers in the game so Atlantic is doing great as far as recruiting artists but at the same time it felt like this was more of a mail-in for Atlantic more than an oh let me take my time and put this uh, master masterpiece out because I feel like he has more in him that he's not displaying on this mixtape and it's very it's like we're waiting for him to come with what we know he can do but right now he's just giving us this so yeah that's my review of the album as far as sales let's not even talk about it. I mean Don Tolliver is one it's not one of my favorite artists but his music i, I, I really like Don Tolliver as an artist and sales for me like he is not in that let's just say he's not in that lane yet like 55k to 65k copies first week it's uh yeah it's it's solid but at the same time I believe his last album sold more if I'm not mistaken but I don't know I have to I have to look maybe it maybe it didn't So yeah, click my link here in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Don Tolliver's Life of Don? And what was your favorite track off of the album? Now we're gonna get into Super Smash Bros Ultimate. Okay, Super Smash Bros Ultimate. Last DLC character came out. I already talked about that, I believe, and Sora from Kingdom Hearts, but also we got to talk about how Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is going to continue with the DLC Fighter Pass being completed. A lot of people think that a few characters are missing from the from the complete roster. For me, I heard that the original or the overall count is 49. A lot of people are thinking that the 50th per person to be uh, included will be Halo, or well, not Halo? That's a whole game. <laughs> but Master Chief from the video game Halo. But, but a lot of people think it's gonna be Waluigi, uh, Waluigi, uh, Luigi, Waluigi. Oh uh, yeah, I, I probably messed that all the way up. I think it's Waluigi if I'm not mistaken. Then you have Crash Bandicoot, Lloyd uh, Irving, Lord, uh, Lloyd Irving. I thought they said uh, Lord Irving. I was like, Kyrie, is that you? No, I'm just joking. But um, do- Doom Slayer, Dante is a lot of the characters that a lot of people want to be the final character. Or if they do come out with another final DLC pack, even though they said that this was the final DLC pack. But right now, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate says that this is all you're going to get for right now. This is basically the complete package that they put together for you like this is it like there's no more DLCs so don't ask don't do none of that so a lot of people are like oh well maybe next game you know so people are already looking forward to the next uh, smash bros game which at this point nickelodeon is putting out a, a game called superstars brawl or something like that um something like that I, I probably messed up the name but it has like spongebob avatar the last airbender i'm probably gonna talk about that in my next episode But I wanted to touch on it because talking about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and then getting into Nickelodeon All-Stars makes sense because it's basically the same platform, just a bunch of different characters, a bunch of different IPs fighting against each other with a complex, engaging fighting system and fighting mechanics that could maybe be put on the esports field so it's, it's something to look forward to because esports is one of the largest growing like like gaming in general is one of the largest growing things in, in, in as far as revenue sales so a lot of schools are trying to hop on the band not the bandwagon but a lot of schools are trying to hop on the wave esports is something that's that's at this point is going to be as big as football is as far as the NFL. Like, eSports is that big. Like, literally a lot of people, like, they sold out a whole arena for people to watch players play on a screen. Like, think about that. So, eSports is, is is definitely here to stay and for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate to be completing as, well, to be finalizing its is official roster. Nickelodeon All-Stars has a chance to come and not take the crown, but kind of fill that void into the next super smash bros game come out or or they get the next dlc character for super smash bros so yeah we'll have to see what like which one comes first for me i feel like super smash bros is here to stay but for other people they may be like oh um super smash bros isn't the end-all be-all. Like, Nickelodeon could overtake it or take the throne or whatever. It could be like it's Fortnite to PUBG. You know what I mean? It could just come through and just completely blow it out of the water, but I don't see that happening. Super Smash Bros. is one of the greatest games of all time. Definitely has longevity on this side. Nickelodeon will have, even if it blows it out in the first two years, like, you have to have GTA 5 level of success to even compete with Super Smash Bros. because that's how long Super Smash Bros. been around, and probably even longer than GTA 5, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, that's all I really have to talk about with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Let me know one of my well, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know one of my social medias. What do you think of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate being completed? The roster being completely completed, and do you think Nickelodeon... I, I'm probably messing up the name, so I'm not even going to ask it. Do you think the Nickelodeon Smash Bros. clone, quote-unquote, will end up surpassing the original Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Now we're going to get into our final segment, which is Joyner Lucas and Ty Dollar Sign working together to put out a track called Late to the Party.